Hey everyone and welcome back to Robbie's Backstage Bands. Today I am joined by the lovely Tom Chambers. Uh, would you like to tell us what you're doing at the minute and who you're playing in things? Uh, I'm actually, uh, we're in rehearsals right now and we're in our lunch break. This is actually really a sort of a um, church corridor and there's a bit of a churchy feel to sort of what we're doing. But um, what we're doing, a, a brand new play. So new writing, new everything, new story. It's a ghost story and it's called Murder in the Dark. Um, and it's, uh, so it's basically, um, uh, it's, it's New Year's Eve. Um, these two brothers have been to their mum's funeral. Um, they've got family in the car with them. The car comes off the road, skids off the road, hits a wall. And this uh, nice old farmer's lady come and uh, rescues them in the winter, in the snow, um, on a tractor, brings them to her little old farm cottage. And uh, and it's a bit, it's, it's a funny one because really it's kind of like a family sort of story of... Um, it, it's very modern, so it's, it's current, and um, you could be watching um, like a domestic, you know, dysfunctional family. Uh, I mean, all families are sort of vaguely dysfunctional at times, and you, um, uh, so you're kind of watching this family and, and everything that's going on in their life, but then really weird things start to happen, strange stuff, and you're not quite sure what's going on, whether it's real or surreal, whether it's the parallel universe or, or world um so it's just a and it gets scarier and scarier but then also weirdly funny as well because it's it's comedic i mean it's funny you're just watching a normal family who's just broken down crashed on the side of the road being taken in turns into this weird ghost story which becomes a psychological thriller sounds interesting I think that's about it yeah, that was good. That was a nice little rundown there of the show. Um, it's amazing to have new writing um, being up and about in the UK as well. Um, so that's really exciting to hear about. Now, I suppose the best place to start would be to get a bit more about you. Um, so my first question for you is, what is the journey of how you got to where you are today? That's in terms of training, career, that kind of thing. It's quite vague, but yeah no not at all I'll, I'll try and give you a, a speed a speedy speedy run through that i had no interest whatsoever in doing theater or anything like it but we were we were playing uh football in morning break at school uh and no one on the audition for the school play the teacher came over made it compulsory that we all went and it was for uh to audition that afternoon after school had to sing rhubarb down a microphone over and over again it was dracula in dracula spectacular got the got the the part and um i do remember there being a line on stage where dracula says i either have it no you either have it or you do not have it and i happen and the audience filled in the gap saying have it and so i suddenly thought oh i i understand this it's like a relationship between what's going on the stage and the audience so i suddenly became really intrigued and i got into the national youth music theater and we went up to the edinburgh festivals did all the hard drafting the real hard drafting of like mm. ticketing streets getting people getting bums and seats really like working together as a team bunch of just it was all people under 18 doing everything whether it was um technical background stage uh costume lighting design all that sort of stuff and and the acting and um and I did that for years. Uh, well, I say years. I mean, it's probably from one for age 13 to, I think it went up to 18. And then I had a, a gap year, tried to get, I was an extra. 
I managed to be an extra on uh, Prime Suspect. I was an extra on Hollyoaks in the background, dancing with an umbrella at a party. Um, I was just trying to get as much experience about the industry as possible. Yeah. I got into drama school, didn't get into drama school the first year, I failed everything, went back the second year, managed to get into Guildford School of Acting, did three That's year course. Going. Is it? Yes. Oh, well done. Oh, mate, it's so hard to even get in. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing a foundation, then hoping to do the BA from there, I think, or or not. Yeah. See what happens. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I ended up at Guildford and I did, yeah, three years. And I just thought I wasn't hugely sort of, I loved it back in the day. I loved Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly. Mm. Most people haven't even, don't even know who they are now, but um, I loved them and I loved their movement. So I wasn't really into musicals, but I did like, I liked them. And uh, I thought I'd better do, dancing singing acting just so that more strings to the bow is possible nowadays you need to do an instrument as well if you can um the fourth thing because actor muso is very popular mm. um where you're absolutely literally playing an instrument while on stage singing and dancing as well at the same time um and uh and then i basically i got an agent but it was a very small time agent um i only had two auditions in two years so i did loads of fringe profit share just anything i could get anywhere it was just sort of doing jobs for nothing absolutely everywhere so i had other every other job going at the same time i was a a, a caretaker pizza delivery window cleaner a lorry driver hdv lorry driver barman all those things um and then one day um Oh, yeah, my agent then got me an audition for Bob the Builder, the Arena Tour. Oh, wow. I, yeah, that was a highlight. But I um, I said, no, can I wait for a proper acting audition? And she said, I'm going to fire you. She fired me for not, for not accepting the job because, you know, agents work on commission. She said, I can't afford to lose a commission. So then after three years of drama school and two years of being out of uh, drama school, um, I then had no agent. And I thought the only way to get a new agent is maybe to try and get on telly. And at that time, the only thing that was available, because even YouTube wasn't, uh, was um, getting onto the Royal Variety Show. Wrote them a letter of proposal. They accepted it. It was a Fred Astaire routine with a drum kit in a horseshoe shape from a damsel in distress. Spent um, nine months recreating it. Uh, which was about 5,000 hours. And then I found them up, said, I'm ready. And they went, oh, Tom, no, we're full up now. We've got everything we need for this year. Sorry, mate. So a um, bit gutted. Wow. Went back to my old school, said, can I film it? Um, can I just film it on stage in the, during the school holidays? Then sent out a 1,000 DVDs, um, copies of it and because in those days there was no um no video email or mm. no anything video you know digital um i got two responses out of a thousand and one was holby city because they were looking for an american doctor for two episodes and their only thinking was um oh fred astaire he was american that bloke must be american let's give him an audition <laughs> it, it was crazy and so yeah, it was a very long time coming. It's really weird how uh, it's like a proper curveball um, that in life, you know, as long as you keep, um, I always call it pluses, put the pluses in the cup, um, you know, because there's so many negatives and you need to keep putting. So as long as you're, as long as you're striving, um, hopefully things somehow will happen. Uh, it's the ones who just absolutely do nothing and there's no productivity or, you know, always take a break. Take time out, think, have silence, 
get rid of the white noise, clear the clutter from your head and all that. But, um, you know, get outside, bit of exercise, walk, all that usual stuff. But, um, yeah, it's just that if you are constantly thinking how to or and trying and going, then eventually, you know, little cracks open and then they become doors. Um, but, yeah, it was a very, very weird thing of getting a part and hobby city um, from a tap dance with no dialogue in it. And that's yeah. what it was. And it became wow. a three-year became a three-year contract to Sam Strachan. Um, and that was in 2005. Um, and because they'd said at the end of that audition, oh, we think you're better than this. Um, come back and come back next week and audition for a bigger part, which was a three-year contract. And they said, Where have you been? And I said, I've been writing letters to you for the last five years. <laughs> you know, please see me, please, please, you know, um, come and see you know please can have an audition so it is yeah it's just a persistence game absolutely i bet and that then obviously led on holby city then led on to strictly and if it hadn't been for strictly i wouldn't be here today i mean that was just an elevator it just like put everything on the map and uh, i got more opportunities then to kind of just keep working and do do musicals like to change over from tv to theater so i'm really really lucky from that point of view i mean i grew up in theater but i always wanted to do like tv film if i could i still feel like oh wow you're just so lucky to get any work at all because there's so many talented people out there um but um but yeah so the point is yeah just just keep going whatever you do just keep going absolutely um now as you said you've been doing musicals uh we saw you in elf in december um did you see it Oh wow! You went to see it. Oh, cool! Thanks for coming. It was it was fantastic. Um, but obviously, chatting about murder in the dark. Now, what was the process of auditions and casting for this? For you, anyway. Uh, well, this one, murder in the dark. Luckily, again, it's kind of like, yeah. Well, about you know, because life and our industry, it's all about relationships. The older you get, the more you realise how important relationships are, even if they're people you can't stand. You want to punch them in the face. You want to, although you never do that anyway, because you're not a fighter. You're a lover, not a fighter. But if you just like never want to see them again, always remember that um, that person might end up being a producer or something in years down the line. Just try and keep your relationships good. You know, the least, the least you say in some ways, the longer you live. But um, obviously, if things aren't right, then stand up for yourself, but try and do it in a gentle, kind manner. Um, so what I'm trying to say is that I... During lockdown, I did a small job for original theatre um, and it was an online one where they sent everything to your house and it was green screen. You set it all up, you learn it yourself or technical, all that stuff. Um, and uh, and then I did another one with them, a really small little job doing Penley Lifeboat Disaster, um, reenacting that true story. Um, and so because I knew, I knew them, he then texted me um, now uh, the blue said, uh, we're, "We've I've got a writer, and we're commissioning him to write a ghost story, and we've got you in mind for it." So I was like, "Oh wow!" So I was very lucky. I didn't. It's one of the rare time, rare few times that I didn't have to audition. I had to audition for Elf, and that was on self tape, and I had to sing by myself, and I had to do the scene. Well, I had someone else doing it with me, but yeah, self tapes. You got to get your head around that and just do your best. Um, but yeah, luckily on this one, I didn't have to. Oh, wow, that that is amazing. Um, now obviously you're in rehearsals. Um, the whole ball is going well. Uh, how's how's the rehearsals going? Is it is it going fun? Is it good? Yeah, it's um yeah, 
because we're all really nice bunch of people and, that, um, and everyone's quite calm and relaxed and uh um but it is and it's really exciting because it's brand new and we don't know how it's going to be you know received by the audience but we are also figuring out how we do it and it's because it's brand new um it's uh it, this torben betts the writer he's done a brilliant job of, of putting this story together but the the dialogue is literally line after line after line just single lines for 66 pages very quick very rapid so your head is like spinning it's going nuts because it's like oh god so many words so obviously you get it on its feet and we start the choreography uh, helps you learn the moves and the lines and all that sort of thing. But it's, it's, it's scary. It's daunting. Um, but it is fun. We just kind of like we've got one one more week to go after this week before we then end up going into tech in a theatre. Um, so, yeah, I have to just keep reminding myself that this stress is good stress, not bad stress. It's not like I'm ill in hospital or someone, you know, family members in really ill and in hospital it's 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 good it's a good problem not a bad problem but yeah it's um it's a double-edged sword it feels really nerve-wracking um but it is yeah it's exciting i think well at the moment because we're in this like uh rehearsal place uh if i'll just show you through the door here give you a sneak preview you can actually see where we are um so we're in this room here uh that is a christmas play the director down there we're on lunch break um so there's a tv um, table over here with um guitar on it Ooh, uh, oh the kitchen area over here oh wow this is yeah and there's going to be not here um but i can actually show you sorry i am telling somebody yes Yes, um, this it's okay, no, because so that is wow. kind of what the set looks like. It's so exciting! Um, that is, that is, yeah. So it's going to look more like that. I hope you can see that. Oh, there, 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 yeah. there's a good photo of it. Again, wow, that's what it's going to look like. Super this cool. Wonderful, Susie Blake. Susie Blake having her lunch over there. Uh, um, yeah, everyone's just on a bit of chill out time. When we actually get into a theatre, it's going to be amazing because then you've got the dark and you've got the lighting and you've got the sound so you can really sort of get into it. Yeah, it's going to be good. As, as a ghost story is always good when you bring all the aspects together. That's when it really yeah. clicks in. But, I mean, it looks like it's going to be amazing. Have you got any um, really fun memories from rehearsals as of now? Other than, well, just, I think, yeah, I think <laughs> just the fact that, like, whose line is it next? And uh, sometimes it just like, make, makes you jump. So Susie's really funny because she'll say, oh, it's me. Uh, <laughs> then, like, who's next? Um, uh, it's just, yeah, uh, we've, uh, has anything specific happened? I don't think it's just been really funny because we've enjoyed, like, thinking, what? what is this what how what how is this happening as in the actual what's happening in the story and uh, and how it bounces around these things just start happening um so yeah it's, it's been i think it's been a very focused one so it's not like we've been rolling around doing a comedy having a having a load of loves but we've all been laughing at ourselves getting it wrong has been has been funny yeah <laughs>
a bit. Has it been nice to be able to find yourself within this new character as well? Um, yeah, yeah, because of course, you know, in life you try and draw. I mean, the more experiences you have, the more things you do, the more tools you've got in your little tool bag of like, oh, I'm not right, you know, the next when you hurt your foot and then you're going, oh, yeah, I'm going to use that next time I have to do it in a, in a, in a, in a bit of an acting thing of like, oh, yeah, like, or, you know, headache or so. So, yeah, I think in this, yeah. I'm definitely using you know i'm a bit older now and uh, I've, got, I've got three kids and uh, so i've got a little bit of life experience i've had ups and downs i've had massive failures i've had a few successes um you know and try and not take uh be humble and uh, so yeah um yeah it is it is interesting yeah because there's lots in this that i try and relate to um, especially the family stuff, because it's really about redemption as well, trying to redeem all the bad things you've done in your life and the consequences of that. Uh, and then it's spookily happening around you, um, you know, and he's trying to do the right thing. Well, that's a bit spooky. Yeah, it's a big kind of picture of a big churchy thing there. Um, yeah, so yes, yes, I am drawing on it as much as I can. Yeah, I bet. Um, is there a part of the show that you think is just... A wow moment you get you know shivers or anything is that there's just one moment that really stands out to you uh yeah there are a couple and one of them i can't talk about because we, there are two really big twists two big big twists in this um some real big shock shock moments um and um, we've been told to say, if you do come and see this play, please don't tell anyone what the twists are. Keep it to yourself. Otherwise, you give the game away and it kind of spoils it for other people. So because uh, there are some big, big uh, manipulating twists in this. Um, but yeah, so there are there are moments. Yeah, uh, I think they're really poignant moments as well. I love the bit where the two brothers, myself and my brother, um, we kind of sing. Uh, a song we used to sing a long time ago because we were basically, you know, in a little band together, me and him, brothers, you oh, know, duetting. Um, and uh, we sing this song and it's quite, uh, yeah, gets the old heartstrings, gets you quite emotional. So, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's got, yeah, it's got really powerful, like, connected moments, like with his ex-wife and his son and yeah it's brilliant we've got a different characters there are six characters so you've got two brothers an ex-wife a girlfriend a farming lady lady who uh, older lady who um is yeah running the farm spooky farm so it's when they say oh there's something in it for everyone there is definitely a, a nice demographic of age you know it goes from like basically goes from 20 to 73 so there's like you know it's like a ladder of it's cool it's cool i like it's it cool. i'm so glad that there's something in there for everyone now i have one last question it's it's a very broad moment to sell the show um which is why should people come and see the show oh don't see it whatever you do don't see it because you won't go to sleep ever again um no it's why would you come and see it oh i hate scary things what the hell don't do that go and see something really funny um i think uh, i think the i i listened to a very interesting man on the radio who said about how life's evolved but apparently the brain for the last ten thousand years hasn't and therefore um we um 
when we have anxiety or when we are, you know, uncertain, that's actually just normal because that's just your internal fire alarm going off yeah. uh, because we are always protecting ourselves from what happens if there might be something bad around that corner, there might be something, what's going to happen. Um, and it's like, we've done it to protect ourselves for the last 10,000 years. Um, so I think that this, why would you come and see it? It's because it's just, it's the joy of sort of exercising your adrenaline. Um, yeah. of, um, we are two things, right? We are a herd species. So when we watch things together, it makes you realize you're not alone because you've all got the same feelings that you watch something and you go, Oh my God, that's you. That's you. And you see how the audience reacts and think, Oh, phew, I'm not alone. Everyone yeah. reacts and feels like I do. I'm not alone. Um, but secondly, um, this is just, it's that thrill because when I was saying about the brain, um, there's always a thrill in the brain about mystery, murder mystery, problem solving, trying to figure things out and being a bit kind of like your adrenal gland switched on, a bit on the edge of your seat, like laughing um, and empathy and then a bit of scare. So, yeah, um, I've never done a ghost story before. Uh, probably never will again. No, um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's very high. There's moments of like... It's contagious. Um, yeah. Moments of heightened sort of, ooh, and I think it's really fun for an audience to watch it. It's like watching sport. It's much more enjoyable to work up to watch other people working really hard. Uh, so you come and watch this because you watch other people working hard while you just sit there and relax, or not relax because you'd be on the edge of your seat. Well, yeah, <laughs> close enough to relax. It's fine. Yeah. But no, amazing. Now. Uh, thank you so much for doing this today. Um, I will leave a ticket link in the description so you can go and find out where you can see Murder in the Dark. Uh, it looks really exciting. I can't wait. Um, thank you. We will, um, obviously, I'll share loads all about that so you guys can go and get some tickets. Um, but I wanted to thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting all things. Thank you very much. Yes, it's Original Theatre originaltheatre.com and it will give you a list it's going all around the country week by week um, all over the country basically from from basically from like the beginning of september with a gap in the middle for christmas until the end of march oh my god Fantastic. um it's gonna be good thank you for having good. me it's been a pleasure thank you so much for joining me and thanks for watching this episode if you've been watching uh don't forget to like comment and subscribe and we will see you all in the next one bye, -bye.